Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you that it is Christmas. It is a time of your coming for us and to us. We cannot thank you enough, Lord, that you keep coming to us every single day. Revelations 3.20 says, you stand knocking at our door. Constantly. We thank you, Lord, that you do not leave your own behind. You are that good shepherd. You come even for that hundredth one that is lost. We thank you, Lord, that you are merciful, that you look upon us with your eyes of love and are ever willing to pour out that grace that you keep for us reserved, that you made available to us through your sacrifice. Where in the Old Testament and under the Old Covenant, we were only due for judgment in accordance with the law. And none of us would be found in right standing of that law. Yet you paid the price, you, you bore that ultimate shame and sacrifice for our sake. That we might have grace, that we might have mercy. That your accuser can no longer point a finger and get away with it. You even stand as an advocate for us, pleading our case at the right hand of the Father in heaven. And you send your advocate here on earth, the Holy Spirit. That we are covered on both sides, in both realms. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for that love, that infinite, unchangeable love, that no matter what we do, that love for us will not change. You made us in your likeness and image, and you bid us come back to you, to a relationship with you, in that form, in that likeness and in that image, with a life of abundance in your kingdom. And you pour out your peace and your joy into our hearts. That when we look at ourselves, we can leave all that is imperfect, all that is a failure, all that is vulnerable and all that has gone wrong outside that door of our secret place to you. And we can commune with you in love. And today we reflect on all the relationships that you offer us that very nature that you want to instill in us. And we share, Lord, the same peace and the same joy that you give us, we share to all the others, so that by our testimony, there are other hearts that will be transformed, there are other hearts that will be renewed. When we carry your gospel, then it is your life that is seen within us, the realm of Galatians 2.20. We thank you, Lord. We share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with everyone for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them, with all those that are Christians but do not yet personally know you in a relationship, and with all those that do not want to know you. All those that have believed the lie of the enemy. And we ask for a quickening in their hearts as well, Lord. For they are your children too. 
created in your image and likeness. And bearing this in mind, Lord, we call on your name. The name of the one who is the lifter of men. For us and for our brothers, Lord. The one who is high and lofty, who inhabits eternity. The great I am. The one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims. The one who can be found above the mercy seat. The one who is ever faithful. And will not back down on his word, who has magnified his word above his own name. That name being above every other name. The one who blots out our transgressions, our sins, he remembers no more. And we pray in the name of the Son, Jesus. God the Son. The Lord, our redemption. The one who paid atonement for our sins. The bridge to the Father, the sheep gate. Where we, his sheep, can walk in and out. And he gives us rest near green pastures. The one who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge. The one who gives us authority to speak in his kingdom. The one who has given us his own spirit to be with us. So that everything that worked for him in his life and in his ministry, we might be able to replicate the same by following his life and his ministry as captured in the Bible. And we pray in the name of that spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of truth and victory, the spirit of the creator who has made his tabernacle in our body, raises us up from sure sin and death to life in the spirit. The one who quickens us to receive revelation from the father and through whom we receive all the gifts and the charisms. The biggest among them being the very nature of God love. The one who changes the times and the seasons. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer where we can use this recipe, Lord. We can legally involve you in any circumstance. And we can speak over it knowing that when we speak your word that you have magnified above your name, it cannot fail, it cannot fall to the ground empty. When we speak with faith, we know that you, the God of Abraham, always honors faith. And that covenant that you made with Abraham unilaterally, that you will always uphold. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers. That you have blessed us with everything that we need in the physical and every spiritual gift. You are able to make every grace abound towards us that we shall be found lacking nothing. We thank you, Lord. As you make our prayer and our reflection today, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, 
accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare divine exemption this morning from all of these kinds of calamities. And we command that angelic protection in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word by proclaiming your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. And it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I have sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life in our term. Thank you, Jesus. In the last two days, we have looked at what Emmanuel means for us, God with us. And today is a revelation we must understand and accept. Jesus offers you a relationship. He came, and that's the whole point in us celebrating Christmas. That coming, not just the birth of a child, but you look at it from a spiritual angle, a coming that was promised throughout the ages, prophesied. And that's why we touched on Emmanuel. We have to look beyond just a celebration. He came for our redemption. And that is why Easter is spiritually a much bigger celebration than Christmas. Because that is when the purpose of his coming was fulfilled. But today, let's look at the relationships that he offers. At every stage of the Bible, he offered man a relationship. In Genesis, he started with Adam. And the book of Genesis records in chapter 2 that God walked with Adam in the shade of the trees, in the cool. And then he went on to Noah, to Abraham. He did not leave Adam and forget about him when Adam sinned. It didn't end there. He went on to work and build that relationship with Noah, to Abraham, to Moses, to David, to Solomon, and all along with the prophets as well, up unto Jesus. And it was that relationship about which Jesus cried on the cross, Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabachthani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you left me? He was missing his relationship, that union with the Father. And then Jesus offered that relationship with the disciples, with his friends. And now to us in various forms. He is a God of relationships with men. In 1 John 4 verse 7 says, He is the God of love. And Jesus set the example and then said, Love one another as I, I that have given you that example as I have loved you. 
1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20 reminds us that we are not our own. We were bought at a price. Technically, when you are bought at a price, you are a slave. And yet in John 15, verse 15, Jesus says, I no longer call you servants. Because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. In fact, he went a step further and he gave us authority. When he said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, go therefore. I give that authority to you. And along with that authority, to exercise that power in his name, he also taught us to call God our Father and we say the Lord's Prayer every day. He extended it as a relationship. Even though he is king, even though he is judge. He came to judge the quick and the dead. Yet, for us, from servant to friend to son is what he thought of. That's all he cared about. Ephesians 5 22 and 23 compares his relationship with us to that of a husband and a wife. And Paul gives a very good explanation there in that Ephesians chapter 5, where he, Jesus, is the bridegroom and the church his bride. Why does he give this comparison? Because this is a relationship of unity as one. The book of Genesis itself starts with the two shall become one flesh. And that he spoke of two humans in the flesh. But in this case, 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, anyone that is joined to the Lord is one in the spirit with him. And he's talking about that kind of union between the bridegroom and his bride. And that is why those relationships that end up with unhealthy soul ties are also dangerous. It is not just one in the flesh, it is one in the spirit as well. That connectivity is also maintained. And But coming back to Jesus here, his covenant is that of a husband that then protects, provides and loves his bride. And he demonstrated it in giving his own life for his bride, that they must be saved. He paid the price. In every form, he fulfilled every relationship. But why all these relationships? That's how. That's just how he functions. And he wants us to function out of that same love. Since we are made in his image and likeness, so his commandments are love God and then love your neighbor as yourself. Just the two. When you fulfill these two, they are a summary of the law and the prophets is what he says. They are a summary of the 10 commandments, the 10 key commandments that he gave us and all that the prophets came to teach us. And in fulfilling these two commandments, we are taking on the nature, the image, the likeness of him. 
but more importantly when we operate out of love in every situation then satan loses his ground in that battle satan can only thrive when he steals love because that is when sin enters when love out when love is stolen out of that equation but if we can operate and maintain it in that equation then satan cannot succeed in that circumstance 1 peter 4 verse 8 says love covers a multitude of sins and galatians 5 verse 13 warns us that you were called to freedom and jesus paid the price for our freedom so peter says you were called to freedom brethren and now that you are free only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh do not look to gratify the flesh because you now are free from sin and death as in do not turn back to sin do not look to indulge the flesh totally but through love serve one another Now, why did he say that because the ways of the flesh are not love that love comes only from the spirit 1 john 4 verse 19 says we love because he first loved he set the example he taught us when he gave us his spirit that's when we start to love so how do we build on that nature of love remember that it is again as we just mentioned it is not the nature of the flesh love is not the nature of the flesh the flesh only looks after itself selfish self gratification but love is the fruit of the spirit so in order to grow in love we have to first grow in hosting his spirit we have to first learn his ways that is why again 1 john 4:19 says we loved because he first loved he showed us how it is he who gives us the measure of faith it is he who fills us with his gift of love the fruit or the outcome of taking on his nature and moving away from our fleshly sinful nature he offers that spirit to us in baptism and it is up to us to choose his spirit and the relationships he will give us or to turn away from him and to reject him that is a choice we each have to make on his part as revelation 3 verse 20 says he stands at the door and he keeps on knocking keeps on seeking that relationship he keeps on offering everything that is available in heaven even to the point of bankrupting it all only to gain our relationship all only to bring us back to him in that connection in that communion but he will respect he will respect how will it is now up to you when you stand at the eve of christmas wondering jesus is coming question to ask yourself is am i going to welcome him not just placing an image of him in a crib 
and lighting it up. Am I going to welcome him into my heart? And what relationship is he offering me? How am I going to fulfill that relationship? What do I need to be doing? We must go back to the word and look at what he's offering us there. You must look into your heart and reflect. When he gave off his everything and never held anything back for my sake, even to the point of death and did not turn back, did not shake for a second thinking, uh, is it worth it? Did not think twice. How am I going to approach my relationship with such a person? the person of Jesus? That is a question each of us must ask ourselves. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask for that understanding, Lord, for an opening of our eyes to see your truth in what you came to give us and what you keep giving us every single day through a relationship, through your offering for us. Out of your infinite love, out of your eyes of mercy towards us, that look not on our stains, that look not on all the dirt on us, that look not on us as filthy rags, but look upon us with your love, that you see the face of Jesus in each of us, that you see his righteousness upon us, and you keep on giving. Out of your mercy, out of your forgiveness, and out of your grace. Open our eyes, Lord, to the truth. And let that truth set us free from all selfishness, from all pride, from all ego, from everything that talks about I, me, and myself. To rise above, to look at Jesus, and to take on his image, his likeness, to love like he loved because he first loved us. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Father. Not only to love you, but to fulfill both commandments that he gave us. When we have that understanding, to then love our neighbor as we love ourselves. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo procedures. For all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division and separation, Lord, we pray for all those that are battling the yokes of the enemy, seeking to keep them divided, separated from you. The yoke of prayerlessness, of busyness, of poverty and of ignorance of your ways and your word. the principles that you make available to us. We ask, Lord, for your yoke-breaking anointing that every such chain be broken this Christmas, this very day, Lord. Let there be transformation with your coming into each of our lives. Let there be a renewal in our hearts. Let us be filled with your love and make a new start again. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. We ask, Lord, 
for the gift, that free gift of salvation to be made available to them as well. Quicken them and call them to you, Lord. Unless you draw them, they cannot come. Your word tells us this. So we ask, we stand in that gap and we ask for their quickening, Father. That same Lord that had mercy on us, let it be extended to our brothers, to our sisters. And Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other, we believe that you will do everything we ask for in the name of Jesus, because he promised us that. This prayer, Lord, we know in our hearts. We believe we have received, and it is an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit, using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
in Anjara Dalaras Casta Bracato Kedes, Evelinger Delicatae, Recato Yanjedas, Talabrosita Paricades de Tia, Shadin de Lires, Horota Calarated de la Rabarabarabarabaraba, Nambros Dalambrocetasia Tambares, Cateres de Shetericate, Arianjala Pratakoyan jes katabrata la brosia tanambrakela sujalara jeranda la raskarada la raba. Masala bratakata, shadalara la raskordele resetete de pratekata. Katosiata barambrosianta lambaras estatetekate. Enandalia jarada la raba. Daraska frakelas to baya jaras tetetekate. Paratele regile de diaradala. Shada Lilian Jaradash, Zelia Boronias, Combrias in Tocratic, Estele Bracetecaea, Kuraja Rastara Larraba, Nambras de la Prostita, Rakata, Castesetiada, Kelia Jarada Larraboros, Kelian Taram, Boronias, Combrias, Catayan, Tesate, Praticataya, Yeshalara de Lereste, Hena Raja Larada Larraba, Kiriaba, Shazak, Chesakaba, Kiriadana. La brostesiata, mambroqueta, requesta, sata, la raja, la rada, la Ananda rasta, brakela, rasta, rata, la rajete, retequete. Recosto, yangelanda, rada, la rascasta, bracasta. Arrasta, faria, ya la rade, la racatore, de 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 Adianta Procoto in the mighty and all-powerful unmatched name 
of Jesus. We release our faith, Lord, and we say, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Scripture that was placed on my heart this morning is from Ephesians 2.13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near in the blood of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This one is from John chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. It's quoted from the NIV, where it is written. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our eyes to see you in every way, in every situation, in every person. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We have a second scripture that has been shared in the chat. And this is from Philippians 4, verse 13, again quoted from the NIV, where it is written, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm reminded of another scripture from the book of Psalms, but I don't remember the exact verse numbers, where it says, to them that have no might, he gives power. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Sorry, it's not from the, it's not from the book of Psalms. It is from Isaiah 40, verse 29. It's Isaiah 40, verse 29. Yeah. To them that have no might, he increases strength. He gives power to the faint. When we surrender and submit, then we can do all things through him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share them with your family and friends. That's not only the morning encounters with Brother Savio's powerful reflections he shares on all our channels. Also, if you are benefiting and being blessed by the Friday Bible study teachings, the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions. Share those links with others and let them receive that same blessing and transformation that you are experiencing. Give it as a gift. We remember his words where he said, give and it shall be given unto you. Our first attitude should be, what can I give? Thank you, Jesus. The recordings are also available. 
on our YouTube page, on our Spotify podcast page, and they are also posted on our Facebook. All links are posted on our Facebook page every day. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for His glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great weekend ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Everyone.